Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie Agency Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Hey, welcome, well, welcome to the Jamie Agency Show right here on Fishbowl Radio. Uh, my name is Jamie. It's Tuesday, October 18th, 2022. And welcome. Uh, so, what we think? Dallas against Philly. Big game Sunday night, right? Okay. Our target point today, our biggest question today, does Cooper Rush get another start? Now, I've been listening to y'all. I've been li- watching podcasts, uh, you know, uh, watching the comments online. Um, you know, people texting me in and all that stuff. Can that come back and all that stuff? I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you why he shouldn't come back. But let's get into, uh, some stats real quick from Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush, this game, 18 for 38, 181 yards, a touchdown, three interceptions, okay? So, not his best performance, but the game, but you gotta, you expect that performance when you're backup. He's a backup for a reason. You didn't expect this, uh, spectacular performance, which, you know, I think, I think he's capable of. But, you know, over the few, last few weeks, I don't know if people realize that our defense has been carrying us. Literally the last, what, five games? Not this game, because, you know, obviously we, we gave up, we gave up, we gave up a lot of big plays. But, they've been carrying us, man. Our, Cooper Rush has made manageable plays to, at his pace. He hasn't been great. He's been good enough to get us to where we need to go. We could have been a lot worse. But in order for him to manage it, he did. And so now it brings the question of everybody's mind. After the game, I was not happy was was the comment uh for Dak. Well, Dak said it. After the game. Dak, you just lost a crucial game, 26-17. You didn't get blown out. I mean, Cooper Rush went 4-1 as a starter. And for you to say, I'm going to come back for uh against Detroit? No, bro. Sit. No. You are practicing on Wednesday. Let's focus on practice first. Then... If you're ready by Friday, Saturday, or game time Sunday, then yes, you can, you can start playing. But it's not my decision. It's not the broad, uh, the board ops decision. It's definitely not, uh, the people, the person, the Sammy's decision. It's not, um, the people that walk around here. It's not social media's decision to say, well, Dak should be starting. No. It's not their, our decision. It's the Cowboys decision. The Cowboys say Dak will start and against Detroit. Mike McCartney has not came out and said that. Jerry has not said that. In fact, we don't want to hear from what Jerry has to say about this situation because he's going to make things worse. We want to hear from the coach. We want to hear from Kellen Moore saying, okay, Dak is ready to go. Or better yet, from the trainer that says that. If Dak can throw 50, 50 straight passes without, without resting, then yes, he's ready to go. But he's not ready to go for, for, for this game. Or the next one. In my mind. In my mind, let's give Cooper Rush another start. He didn't do that bad. He, he just got to get hit in the mouth. Office, uh, I mean, granted, you don't have a number one. 
We don't even have a number two. You're playing with guys that have lesser talent, but yet Cooper's able to stand in the pocket and, 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 and make deliveries. He's got to have a bounce back game. He's got to face adversity. Just like everybody else in life's got to face adversity. And they got to bounce back. Cooper Rush will bounce back if you give him one more start. He's four and one. He didn't do this bad this game. He threw the only worst thing about it that get that is that they threw the ball a lot. Okay, thirty eight passes is a lot. It doesn't win you games unless you're a Tom Brady, or Aaron Rodgers, or a Pat Mahomes. You're not going to win games throwing over thirty passes or uh, 10, ten to forty passes a game when you're Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott. You're not. This Cowboys team is built on running the football. Which we're going to talk about in the uh, in the next segment, but Cooper Rush, in my mind, deserves another start, guys. I don't care if Dak's a hundred percent healthy. I don't care if you know if if you know, if he's if he's ready to go. If in Dak's mind, he's ready to go. You can't say, you don't make those decisions, Dak. You just had surgery five weeks ago. You can't say well he well I'm ready. You can't say that. Only the Cowboys can say, only the Cowboys trainers can say, you're ready to go. Like I said, if you have a great practice the first four days, then yes, you're ready to go. But to me, you got Detroit, you got Chicago, and you got the bye week. Why do you want to rush it? Why do you want to rush it? I mean, you got, you got, Two quality opponents. We're not going to say we're not going to say they're bad. You got quality opponents coming up. Let's just rest you until the bye week, and then the bye week, then our toughest end of the schedule comes up. So that then you know, I mean, I, I just don't get it. Like, and I'm not the one that will say, okay, well, let's start, let's insert Dak after Cooper Rush through three interceptions. I'm not going to say that. Let the man first have, uh, at first face adversity first, and then we can go from there. So Jalen Hurts, I mean, to me, he, he to me, I, I had him ranked number three as my breakout players, and he did break. He did have a great game. He did have a good game, not a great game, not a spectacular game, a good game. He didn't show much to me. You know, he, he he's 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 doing a lot better than the previous years that he first started. But he didn't show much to me in this game. The Cowboys pressure once again strikes again. But the only problem is he made the right plays to wheel his team to victory. This is why they're six and zero. They're six and zero because they will. They, they Jalen Hurts has taken his game to the next level. And like I said, he he didn't. Like I said, we'll see him again. We'll probably see him another uh, uh, twice. Who knows? You know, but he's got to, he's got to prove it to me that he can lead a team to victory. He did, but he had help with the defense and and, and having a, a good running game. But I wanted to put the ball in his hands. Let's see what happens, what he can do throwing the football against us again. Instead of these mediocre teams that you played the first five weeks before us. So you didn't show me much. In fact, the Eagles didn't show me much. They're six and zero because they made the big plays at the right times. 
which we'll get into that later on. So number two, our running game. Now, our running game was good enough. Um, you know, this this is the type of Zeke Elliott game where easily he he could have taken the bulk of the load. So now we're moving forward. If you're going to say that comes back, what happens with Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard's carries, especially Zeke Elliott? Zeke Elliott did not show any slow, slow down, um, this game or the previous games. This is, this actually has been his best, best year so far. So far. Let's see what happens moving forward. But so far, Zeke Elliott has carried, has, has done his job. Okay. And people are saying, well, let's put Pollard in. And like Pollard, Pollard can be a full-time back. But again, and I like it, like I've been saying in previous episodes, you have to put what the defense is giving you. The Eagles were, were, were putting four, we'll put a four man at the line of scrimmage. So a little bit of a four three. They didn't rush that much. Um, you know, like I said, I, I, you know, like I said, I, I didn't see, any big time plays on defensively on their side other than the secondary. I think that they can bank on their secondary as being the best. But as far as their, their front seven, I didn't see, I didn't see that the, the push that everyone was raving about. And that's why Zeke Elliott was able to get 81 yards on 13 carries this game. He scored too. And so, um, moving forward, I don't know. It, it, just, it just depends on the team's defense. But when it comes against the Eagles, you throw out you throw out that same lineup again. I want Zeke to carry the ball at least sixty-seven percent of the time, and it's no knock on Pollard. Pollard is a great back, but this is not the game for him. This is the game for Zeke Elliott running the football. So, with that being said, guys, um, this is was a power running game for Zeke Elliott, which he is. Tony Parker, Tony Pollard. It's not, is a shifting runner, but he's not like, he, he's not that power back that Zeke is. And that's why I want to see more Zeke out there than Pollard. But I'm not the Cowboys offensive coordinator, so I can't make those calls. So number three, um, our defense did not step up, guys. This has been the worst defensive game this season. And, and of course, you're going to have that. You're going to have you're going to have plays. Instead of having a quarterback debate, why don't you have a defensive debate? We gave up some of the biggest plays up to date. I mean, let 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 let's let's discuss about about defense. Okay, you know, it wasn't that bad, but we gave up huge plays to the point where we were almost we we could have you know made the game interesting. But again. This team is built defensively. Let's talk about it. Miles Sanders had 71 yards. AJ Brown had five carries for eight, four or five receptions for 67 yards. Those two guys did not dominate. And well, Miles Sanders, I mean, 71 yards is 71 yards for a, a back, but I didn't see the domination that Miles Sanders can lead a football team. I don't think he can lead the football team with his running game. And I definitely don't think AJ Brown was 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 that great either, you know. Even though you know he caught a touchdown pass, but you know I thought this whole offense would dominate us, but really they didn't dominate us. We just gave up big plays at, at the wrong times, and defensively we didn't get the stops that were that we, we normally get. 
And I felt like, you know, there's, there's a couple of guys I want to point out. Now, Anthony DeBar, we brought you in in August. We were desperate for linebacker play. We saw you in Minnesota. You were, did, you did great there, but I just feel like you, you feel, you feel lost out there. You don't know when to tackle. You don't know when to tack the A, A or B gap. Uh, you don't know pass coverage. And to me, that's a liability moving forward. I mean, I, I can't have, we gotta have, Somebody defend their tight end. Their tight end is the best one on the field outside the receivers. But moving forward, we got to have you defend a tight end. We can't have Parsons, you know, doing almost everything, which he did not do this game. And honestly, this was moving forward. Micah has to make adjustments on his end. And I think the Cowboys will do that. But Anthony DeBar looked lost. And I'm not saying get him off the field, but this game, he looked lost. And we need to fix that. Now let's talk about Trayvon. Trayvon, you are a non-factor this game. I just don't know where you were. I mean, you weren't hitting anybody. You weren't defending anybody. They were catching everything in front of you. I want you to play real cornerback defense. At some point, that has to happen. At some point. You can't go, you can't go for the ball hog because it, Majority of the time, you'll gamble and miss. That's like in basketball when you're trying to go for the steal, you gamble on it. But then again, the guy runs past you. He take, all he has to do is just pull up and shoot the ball basketball. In this case, they throw the ball in your over your head, and the guy's got a, a 50 yard touchdown. So, in this case, the last two games for you, you have to play a little bit better. I mean, not not saying get the interceptions all the time, which you did last year, but I'm saying. Let's play a little bit of cornerback defense, like the Eagles this game. And I'm not, and you know, you, you honestly, I think you're better than than Darius Darius Slay. And I'm not saying Darius Slay is a bum. I I I just think that if it were me between Trayvon and Slay, I would choose you choose you Trayvon over Darius Slay. Darius Slay has not shown not, much to me at all in his career. Now he may came on and say, ah, I showed, I showed you a lot. I, def- I defected this pass. I didn't know. Trayvon has done a lot more than you, even though Trayvon did not do much this game. So with that being said, defensively, we got to fix it. Is it going to be fixed in a week? We'll see. We'll see. But who knows? All right. So. Number four, uh, let's talk about the key plays for the Cowboys. This is, this is a game where, uh, this is a game where, it, the, these plays cost, cost us literally almost a game. Now, that, that third down catch that CD Lamb got in the first, in the second, in the first half, um, Mike McCartney, I have one question for you, sir. Why didn't you challenge it? I hate the fact that you have to go upstairs, you wear those headsets, and then you're hearing everything, but yet the person upstairs doesn't tell you to challenge it. If they don't tell you to challenge it, why don't you challenge it, McCartney? This is the type of shit that we've gone through for for years with you. Even in Green Bay, you did this. That's why they got rid of you. 
You have to make risky decisions. If you lose a challenge, okay. You took a risk. Okay, fine. We lost a challenge. But this was a challengeable play to the point where we went for it and we threw a pass. And honestly, that's how they got their 17 points in the first half. Because we went for it on our own end. And we and, and Cooper just threw a pass to which didn't make any sense. But you got to take the risk. Challenge it. I don't care, you know, if they're not look, look, looking at, if they're looking at something else. You gotta, you are a head coach. You challenge it. You see everything. Every, how many eyes do you have on that sidelines? Everybody sees it. Challenge it. It's not rocket science. Now, okay. So maybe, so I hate to go after officials, but John Hussey, this was your worst game officiated. I don't know where, I don't know where, um, where you get these officiating from, but this was the worst, John. You've been an official for a long time, I'm pretty sure. But at the same time, you gotta make, you gotta let people express their emotions. Now, there was a penalty on, um, Parsons, you know, Parsons, you know, was defending Goddard. He made a great play on the ball. Parsons did. Talked some ish to Goddard, then Goddard was pointing back, and then they threw a flag for personal foul on Sparsons like Conley. I'm like, to me, this is a rivalry game, guys. You got to let that go. Now, granted, if the guy's like yelling at your face, ha ha, and all this stuff, yes, his penalty, but dude, it, it's the emotion of the game. You have to pick up that flag. That flag, you know, got them a first down. You know, it, it's a key play that cost us. So we, so you got to let players show emotion. Like the Trayvon throwing his helmet after the, the touchdown pass to Devontae Smith. Um, you got to let that go. You got to pick up that flag too. You, you can't, I mean, you can't have that. You can't have, you can't throw that flag on that play. You gotta let players show motion. And that's everybody. Not, not just the Cowboys or the Eagles. That's everybody in the league. That's anybody in the NFL, NBA, uh, baseball, uh, any, any type of sport, any type of life. You gotta show some form of motion. Eventually, you know, you know, things will come through. You know, eventually, that's part of it. You're passionate about the game. You're passionate about doing your, your job pretty, pretty well. But Hussey's like, no, I got to throw a flag on this because somebody is telling on somebody. Like, dude, I, I hate to call you out, referees, but I'm going to pick one, and that's you, John Hussey. I hope you don't referee against us again. I, you know, again, I don't, I don't know what other officials better out there. You know, I, I saw this stat the other day, and it was like, you know, when when Hussey's officiating, the Eagles are six and zero. Wow, that's weird. So, I hope that moving forward, you officiate other games, but you don't officiate this this matchup. Okay, so my final take. You know, you know, nine point loss. You know, we, we'll take that. Um, you know, when I keep telling people we needed a punch in the mouth game, and this was it. 
You know, I did watch a, a Carissa Shields fight um, on YouTube the other day. It reminded me uh, of of the, how the Eagles played, how the Eagles were playing. All those punches that she was throwing to the, to the young lady over there. She won the fight. But it, it reminded me of how the Eagles were, you know, kept hitting the Cowboys in the mouth. We got to have that hit in the mouth game. And not everything's going to be finesse. Not everything's going to be perfect. Okay. This was a game where you have to be physical. This was a game where you have to, you have to be able to fight to the end. And we didn't, we weren't ready for that fight. We weren't ready for that fight. The, the amount of talk that we were talking, the Eagles were talking to, we were, the Eagles were more ready than us. We weren't ready for that fight. You got to be ready. You got to go nine rounds. Like, this is four quarters. We got to go four quarters. We went two and a half. Like, we got shut out in the first half. Well, you know, three points, but, you know, we weren't ready. So, we got to take this. So, this game, we got to learn from it and move on. You know, again, Christmas Eve, we'll see them again. We'll play again and. The matchup will be a little bit different. Dak would be, well, I don't know. Dak would be playing, but who knows? But, um, but hey, you know, but again, does Cooper Rush get another start? Does he get another start, guys? We got Detroit, we got Chicago, and then the bye. Like, dude, Detroit's one and four. Chicago is what, two and four? Yes. So, um, those teams are not great, but they're beatable. And we don't need our, 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 our half-assed quarterback to go out there and, and stink it up. We don't need that. I'd rather give Cooper Rush another start. At least Detroit. But then again, you know, if you want to start him against Chicago, which you have the bye week the next week. Who, like I said, I don't make those decisions in the office. I don't what, know what type of decisions they make. But we got to live with it. If our quarterback goes out there and, and plays well, then we'll give him praise. But don't forget Cooper Rush. We got to give him praise too. Without him, we were nothing. We went 4-1 and one with him as our quarterback. Don't forget that. Now. Now, let, let's give, before we go to break, let's give a big F disrespect to Jason Garrett and Nick Sirianni. Jason Garrett, we gave you 10 years as the coach of the Cowboys. Coaches these days don't get three to four years. They don't. Probably another podcast I'll talk about uh diversity in, in in all sports. But Jason Garrett, we gave you ten years. You gave us nothing in ten years. Nothing. And you're doing the Fly Eagles Fly logo? F you. Okay? You gave you ten years. You did nothing. Sirianni. Okay, first of all, we don't even know who you are. 
We still don't know who you are. All we know is that you're the Eagles head coach. So, why? Why you gotta be so disrespectful like that? You go to use it, how about them Eagles? I'm like, dude, get out of here. You didn't show us nothing. You're six and no because you made big plays. You're six and no because you have a, a, a decent a secondary. Like, dude, sit down. You have done nothing in this, in this league, but been a coordinator on other teams. So don't sit there and be like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I'm the coach. I'm, I'm going to be, you know, I, I should be coach. No, no, no. The Eagles ain't going anywhere, guys. Ain't going anywhere. It's just us against the Eagles. And honestly, I'd rather pick us over the Eagles. Honestly, we got the better team. Hands down. Now, we're going to take a break. Coming up next, we're going to talk about La Tech versus North Texas. Now, the question is, are we back? Another question will be, does Seth, does Seth Luttrell keep fighting for his job? Let's discuss coming up next. It's Fishball Radio. I made him a million, now fuck it, we all rich I ain't tryna have babies right now, so we fuck with a rubber, but I got a raw bitch Know this money bring EV, you probably won't be me, but bro, we can't be around no small shit Overseas got a crowd doing my shit, can't believe that I'm still in apartments Businessman went and got me in office, me and dollar deals, I get them often Me and dollar was serving on Spa Street, all G, he gon' stay with the chopstick I got raw, that shit made me a monster, he bitch, you know this my sister, my mama's Now they houses as big as they want them I didn't run out no motherfucking commas, look at little dummies Living like we in a race, I might come in first and second, but I won't ever be last Lately I've been in my bag, but told me don't take my foot off the gas They give you an inch, gonna take you a mile, I'ma shoot by myself like a telephone foul City to city, got girls going wild, and I reach for my chain when I jump in the crowd Lambo solo out of squad, we finally made it, let's pop us a bottle I took the lead and let everyone follow, they know I'm running it right to the bank They want me to ease up, I didn't leave them in Sorry, I told him I can't Heard you a rat, so you know what's gonna happen Whenever we catch you, I run with them straight Keep all the moves I've been making By the time I get 40, I gotta be one of them greats Watch how I move with this paper I know if I stoop on one time, they gon' try to come take it Really, is it getting? These niggas be faking I don't want they buy, so they hand ain't shaking She on that 42 straight with no chaser I'm trying to get out of here and go taste it Yeah, my diamonds be TVs they don't wanna see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay all my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beats, did you hearing me? I just pay that my kids be a big of me. They can't get rid of me. My diamonds be TV. They don't wanna see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay all my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beats, did you hearing me? I just feel that my kids be a big of me, they can't get rid of me Wake up every day, somebody harassing me I got rich, they need money, they asking me I was sitting in jail, they look out for me Ones who need me, no same ones who doubted me I been handling my own, they can vouch for me They'll wait down with me, know that she proud of me Turn the heat up, ain't nobody hot as me Everywhere dollars be, that's how I gotta be I didn't gave her the word, now she not leaving Said she love me, the death told her stop breathing He try to do what I do, but we not even I want all of the beef, I am not vegan Boy, you said it was smoke, niggas not speaking 
Lincoln been to door, drop the top, I can't stop speeding. Trying to see if this bitch hit the top speed. Hit the bitch from the back, I was not gonna be baby ho. I control the rock. If the rap slow, I control the block. Yeah, I'm really it. And you niggas not. Got a couple coups, I can draw the top. I done made it, nigga. All these digits coming in, I'm saving for the bigger picture. No one day I need them. Might as well get used to me. My biggest fear is ending up with you should be, yeah. yeah my diamonds be DVs. See us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay all my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beats, you hearing me? I just pray that my kids be a big of me. They can't get rid of me. My diamonds be TV. They don't want to see us on TV unless it's the news. I got something to prove. Yeah, I'm young, but got something to lose. In the street, I didn't pay all my dues. No instruction, ain't talking about literally. I be walking on beats, you hearing me? I just pray that my kids be a big of me. They can't get rid of me. What's poppin'? Who you a Brand new whip, just, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten. I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad bitch in the friend zone. This shit sound like an intro jet song, give me that tempo. Told Pooh he'll fool with the shit. Told her don't let her friends know. In the villain, I move like a dime. Even Pettuccini or Vincenzo's. Me and my amigos got that free smoke on the West Coast. Yeah, I'm talking about pre-rolls. Dark hair bitch, she look like she go. She do. Hometown hero, feeling myself, can't murder my ego. She heard of my deep stroke. She said, babe, does it hurt when I deep throw? Certified freak hoe, hang around us and she learning my lingo. Back then, wasn't worried about me though. In the gym, trying to work on my free throw. Goddamn. Spending money at the club like Sam's. Yes, ma'am. She a little freak on cam. She don't put this on the ground. Little boys trying to diss on the ground. I can't switch on the fan. Shit's hot, hit the switch on the fan. This where my head is. I feel resentment from every direction. Even some homies be wearing expressions. I be discouraged from sharing my blessings. We used to share a connection. Now it just feels like it's wearing and stretching. I'm getting real sick of taking advice from people that never could stare at reflections. Somewhere in there is a lesson. Y'all ain't evolving, it's very depressing. I'm at the club with the basketball team. Me and the Cardinals are sharing a section. Gotta cherish the present. I'm drinking water and wearing protection. Got a career and I'm very invested. Some people call it a scary obsession. I like to call it a passion. I can't be sitting relaxing. PG, we getting some traction. I'm at the venue, it's packed. I'm digging her accent. I got a BB Simon belt on me, and she trying to get it. I'm passing. That's my type of distraction. That's my type of she Latin. Got my own flow, and I'm about to get a patent. Brand new sheets for the bed, they satin. Y'all wasn't tuned in back then. My swag, they keep jacking. I ain't doing no verse, quit asking. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten. Welcome back, Fishbowl Radio, our family. Welcome back, Fishbowl Radio family. Welcome back to the Jamie Jensen Show. Uh, yes, so we did tease this during the break. Um, UNT had their bye week last week. They played against Elotech, which is an easier opponent again. But you got to play everybody in your conference, which they did. They're 3-0. Let's not celebrate. Let's not get the hats. Let's not, um, take, pump up chest, or pump up our chest. Let's not, you know, saying that, oh, we're, we're great! We're great! We're a great team! We're not gonna say that, guys. It's just a win against a, a horrible opponent. But here's why. 
Okay, so the quarterbacks. Uh, I don't know this kid. Parker McNeil. This is what happens when, you, when you're playing the conference USA, guys. You don't know anybody. You don't know their game. You don't know outside of uh, outside of the football. I don't even know this kid. But then again, he he wowed me. He goes twenty six for thirty seven for hundred for four twenty four and two touchdowns. Four twenty four. I don't care if it's, if it's the first part of the game. They still gave up a four four hundred yards to a quarterback we don't even know. And the quarterback, even though he got sacked seven times, which we'll talk about later. But he played better. He played well. He played well this game, guys. Parker McNeil is, I just found out he's a red shirt senior. He has great weapons. But he couldn't make play. But again, the defense was the issue on their side. And I think they were missing a couple of players on their defensive side. Like I said, the couple of players don't make a difference. They're missing, they're missing. They're hurt, they're hurt. They're suspended, they're suspended. So, but with that being said, um, you know, I think he, I, I think if he would have gotten more opportunities, we'll see, we'll, we, we could see more play out of him. But he didn't turn the ball over. He made some good throws. It's just, you know, UNT was good on the defensive line. So let's talk about Ani. This quarterback does not, like I said in the offseason, I said this quarterback makes me sick. He still makes me sick today. 11 for 20 for 198 or 96. Two touchdowns and an interception. He's still struggling with, um, with accuracy issues. Still missing guys downfield, throwing over their head, throwing them behind them, whatever that can mean. But, I don't expect my quarterback to be perfect. I expect my quarterback to be good enough to lead the team to victory. And the current offensive corner took the ball out of his hands, uh, this game. And I think when you're playing, when you're on a, you gotta take the ball, when you're not that great of a quarterback, we tend to take the ball out of your hands. We tend to make you throw it less than 30 times. We want the ball out of your hands, sir. We want the, we want other playmakers that you have around you make plays, which they have. And so 20 passes for me is good enough for Ani's standards. Over that, which I think this next game, the next two games actually might be, you might have to throw the ball a lot more than then we'll see. But 20 passes is enough. So let's get to the running game. 475 yards is a school record uh, running the football. These guys are no joke. Uh, let's let's start with Adaway. No, I'm sorry. Adeyi. Seven carries of 122 yards and touchdown. Oscar Adaway had uh, 16 carries of 113 yards and touchdown. Kalon Horton had three carries for 97 yards, a touchdown. And Isaiah Wright Ragsdale had seven carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. So, and by the way, if any of those players want to come on the show, come on this show. You don't have to be a running back. You don't have to be a quarterback, a coach, um, basketball player, volleyball player, softball player. 
anybody wants to come on this show for an interview, the seat is right here. I got two seats here. Let's talk. Okay? You can call the number. You can hit my socials, which I will post more of. But come on this show, have a conversation, because I have a lot of questions to ask. And I will ask those questions. But I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. It's just two people or three people having a great conversation. Possibly four. So, um, so anyways, little disclaimer that I always have to have, I always have to add in. Um, the running game was great. Um, you know, they loaded the box with seven to eight guys at the line of scrimmage and we ran over them. You know, granted they showed no resistance in stopping that, but you know, when you, when you have a, an elite running game, you can do things. And this team is built off the running game, sadly enough. And I say sadly enough because you're not going to have this every game. Teams are going to watch film and they're going to probably take away your best asset, which is the running game. I'm pretty sure UTSA, uh, Western Kentucky, uh, Florida uh, International, which is our three next opponents, they're probably watching this and say, hey, we can take this running game. We can make Ani beat us. And that's what they're going to do. They are going to make Ani beat us. And I want Ani to be ready. I want this running game. I want this running game to be better as advertised. Like during, before the season, we didn't even know these guys. We even, we barely knew in an out of way. We barely knew a Horton. By the way, he came on late, but, but the transition to come on late into, into the school year and to do this, you had numerous chances that game to score. Damn. That's good stuff. But 475 yards on the ground as a team, that's great stuff, guys. But like I said, this team is built off the running game. We gotta run the football to achieve success. And that's what we did this game. Then show no resistance. So let's go to number three, defensive. Our defense is still having issues, guys. But yeah, I want to point out two players that, that did their ding. Actually three players. I want to give a shout out to Katie Davis. 19 tackles. 19 in a football game. That's a, that, that's a winner. Everybody's got to be on the field. Damn, 19. Uh, Mason Richards, nine tackles for three and three sacks. He might be player to if he's not defense defensive player to week. I, I want to talk to somebody at, at headquarters. Three sacks. Come on, bro. You should be defensive player of the week. Uh, Roger Brown, the defensive tackle, four tackles, for, and majority of his tackles was, were sacks, guys. He had three sacks, too. So this def- defense wasn't good enough, but it did its job on the defensive line. The secondary is an issue. The secondary, we gave up 156 yards to Smoke Harris on 10 receptions, 129 on six receptions to to Trey Harris. Honestly, those are the two weapons that they only had. Smoke Harris was the number one key that we targeted this game. But uh, our secondary needs work, guys. Major work. Like, these are numbers where 
They're winnable numbers. They could have won the game off these numbers. But thank you to Lasek's inexperience on defense. They couldn't do it. And so, I, I think we're, I think we're running a four three, maybe a, a, a three, a three four type of deal. But on, on our, on the UNT defensive side. Uh, but we still give up a lot of points. And I think that's always going to be the norm. A lot of points. But yeah, we're going to outscore the team by, you know, 20. That's a lot of points we gave up, man. And that's right about our average. We're giving up 28 points a game. That's a lot. We need to cut that down in half. That means we need to tackle better. We need to recover just better. Actually, not tackle better. We need to recover, recover just better. We can't have our star player make, well, I say that, but it takes a team to win, right? And if you're not doing, if you, the back is, if our front seven is doing our job, then and getting, getting, giving him time to throw the football, which by the way, I disagree with a couple of guys that said they were garbage time. First of all, they weren't garbage time. They were in the game. The game got away from them late in the third, in the fourth quarter. That's where the game sped off. We ran into, we ran into, we made some money plays, a couple of plays down the field. The game was over late third, early fourth. So with that being said, Lotech was in it up until the last, what, three minutes in the fourth, in the third quarter. And so, um, kudos to them. They came out, they played, they played. Um, it's unfortunate that the, the defense wasn't there. So they could have made it of a better matchup. Now let's get to our Seth Luttrell talk. So I did tease this. Seth Luttrell is always going to be. He's always going to be fighting for his job because he knows what it is. He knows that his name is out there, and we put his name out there, guys. Um, I said, I said his his name. I said that he should be on the chopping block. I'm sorry, he should be on the hot seat, which he is, because we can't take the same amount of effort into the next season, and then we get to a bowl game and we and we splutter. We can't do that. We gotta stay consistent. Every game is about consistency. The last two, semi-consistent. It's not all the way there. Like he said in his press conference after the game. But at the same time, you're always going to be fighting for your job. That seat is going to get hotter and hotter and hotter by the time you lose any games. The last, what, the last... Uh, the last five games of the season. But we're in a good position right now. Let's see what happens in the next five games. We got two coming up, two difficult games coming up. Now he's won his eighth straight conference win, conference game. Now it's a big deal to the people in Denton, but it's not a big deal to me. The reason being is because I, we're, we're better than our opponents. 
no way in hell we should lose to these teams like UTSA, uh, Western Kentucky, uh, Florida Atlantic, uh, Charlotte. So teams like that, we, they're, they are nothing to us. Nothing. And so, um, so it's great. Like I said, let's not rip, let's not pop the champagne. Let's not rip our shirts off saying that we're great. We're, 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 we're the almighty team. Let's just slow down and let's get to, let's win the conference first and then we can start ripping our shirts. We can do whatever we want. Or better yet, let's win a bowl game for that matter. A bowl game will really save his job. We lose, he's out. And it goes back to my, to going out to the AD. I said, AD, Warren Breaker, which by the way, I sent you a Twitter message. I hope you read it. It wasn't anything inappropriate. I just wanted you to come on the show because I have questions for you as well. Why is it that you're listening to your boosters about, about Seth's job? I mean, I'm pretty sure your boot, your, you guys that you deal with, your deal was on a daily basis. They're saying, well, half is saying, let's keep him. The other half is saying, no, let's fire him. I'm on that uh, side of fire him because I think this team is better off hearing a new voice. And when I listen to these press conferences, guys, I, I don't hear not one question about fighting for their head coach. You know, guys come out, come out of the woodwork and say, well, I love this coach. Um, you know, I want to play for him. I don't see that from the UNT players, guys. I don't know if you're reading a script or – you know, somebody's telling you this and that. Like, like, I want to show you the real feelings. And that's why you come on this show and you show your real feelings. Show your realness. Don't show any fakeness. Show your real feelings about the coach, man. For me, he's done nothing. He, I mean, I supported the hire. I say, you know what? We need, we need, we need a new voice, and this is our voice. This is what we got to hear 365 days of the year. He won't lead us to anything. I mean, we'll lose to, to lesser opponents that we're supposed to beat. But does it get the job done? Absolutely not. Okay? We're getting the job done because we are, like I said in the beginning, after the UTEP game, I said we're always going to be one-dimensional. Our running game is our offense. Ani, teams will make him beat us. He can't throw the football 49 times, which he, get, which he did against uh, Memphis. We, won't, we, we don't want that. We're always going to be one-dimensional, and that's going to be good enough to keep to keep Seth around. Even in the next conference, the next conference is going to be tougher. I mean, would I rather keep Seth around? I mean, you got to look at it this way. You got to have goals, guys. You got to write them down, and you got to go achieve every one of them. That's what that's what New Year's resolution is, right? New Year's resolution is you got to write down goals. When you hire a new coach, there's the goals that we got to get. 
a championship, conference championship. Another one's a bowl win. We haven't achieved both of those things. We got to a championship game appearance back in 2017, I think, or 2018, one of those years. Um, and we lost. However, this is our time to get to a, 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 a conference championship game and win it. And win it. It's only us and UTSA. Maybe, maybe you can add Western Kentucky and then all that stuff, but who's really fighting? Who's really fighting with us? Is UTSA. Which we're going to talk about in a few minutes. But at the same time, you know, we got this conference. No way in hell we should lose to any team, teams moving forward. No way. That doesn't happen. So, Seth, I said you're off the hook. You're not off the hook. I think you're always going to be fighting for that, for that job, bro. Alright. My final take before we go, guys. Uh, La Tech 27, North Texas 47. The two games, UTSA and Western Kentucky are crucial. Are crucial. They're both on the road. We struggle on the road in these games. First of all, why isn't that game not on ESPN? We have to go on the internet and look for it. The last three games were on the internet. We went and looked for it. Why is it not ESPN? Both teams are undefeated in a conference play. This is a bigger matchup. Remember last year? Remember last year when, when, uh, when they came to our place? We beat them. They, I think they were ranked 22nd at the time, I believe. 23, 22nd, 23rd. And they were undefeated. I think they were undefeated. I'm not sure. But they were on some type of winning streak. But, for this game not to be on ESPN or CBS even. I know the CBS at, at this time they showed SEC games and all that stuff, but we gotta do better guys. As far as these network goes. You gotta do better guys. Like, this game's on stadium. We can't, most people don't have it. Heck, ESPN Plus? We have that, but at the same time, why? Why? We gotta do better on that front. But this is a big game. But anyways, this is a big game for, uh, North Texas, man. It shows who we are. Are we going to be that football team? Are we going to fold? Are we going to rise? We have to rise this game. This is, uh, honestly, this, this defines our season. This game right here defines our season. I don't care about Western Kentucky and I don't care about the last three opponents after that. This defines our game. Period. Period. I mean, whether we win or lose, this, this defines it. And this defines Seth, Seth's job moving forward. Can he win the big ones? I mean, you got, a mobile quarterback, you know, you might have to put a quarterback spy on the field to keep him honest. But you got to run a game. I think you got to run a game. Yes, you got to run a game. They got to run a game. They're elite. 
However, you know, we're playing at their place. So we got to fight. We got to fight. Like I said, we got to fight. You know, I talked about the boxing mansion in my previous segment. It's just like that. And upsets are meant to be broken, guys. Just ask the Dodgers. 111 wins, 111 wins in the regular season, baseball season. They go out in the first round to the, to the Padres. So it don't matter. It don't matter. You know, we gotta grind for 60 minutes. UNT, we gotta do it. This is a big matchup. Then everybody turns their attention to football. I'm uh, sorry, basketball. Which, by the way, in, in the next, in the next few weeks, few shows, We'll turn our attention to basketball. Basketball season's coming up, guys. Which I love talking about. So, so, like I said, it's a big game for UNT. We gotta get it together, guys. And I'm not picking, I'm not, oh, that game's on Saturday, but I'm not, I'm not choosing any winners right now. But I do think, that we take care of business. We don't turn the ball over. Um, Ani throws, I want to say less than 30 passes. We win this game. Running game may not be there, but if either one of those guys that I mentioned was out of way, a day or a ragsdale gets a hundred yards, we win this game and we play decent defense. We win this game. And I'm not saying we got to take care of that business aspect on that part. Okay? Take care of business. We win the game. We don't. We don't. It's not the end of the world. But, guys, that's it. That's our show for today. Now, next week, we're going to talk about, we're going to recap Detroit, Detroit versus Dallas. What do we learn from that game? And also... Uh, is my, is, is what I'm saying for the UTSA versus the UNT game on point. Let's discuss about it next week. But guys, thank you for listening. If you're live streaming this thing, thank you. I didn't hear any calls. So thank you so much. Um, uh, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube and I will see y'all next week. All right, guys, take care. Fishbowl radio.